When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to the SmackDown Review. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, to review everything that happened on this week's episode of Friday Night SmackDown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review SmackDown, but also the show formerly known as NXT Dubai. Oh, AEW Dynamite, AEW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a million quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Sidgwick to review this week's episode of SmackDown, and it was less tribal combat and more tribal chaos, right? Yeah, this show was pretty bad. <laughs> this show was pretty bad. It was unfortunately cursed at one point, yeah. so if that... Match Rey Mysterio versus Santos Escobar was not, um, you know, abandoned as it had to be. Maybe I'd feel more kindly about it, but I don't think the big angle was much. The rest of the ma- the quality wasn't great. Ellie and I popped us, yeah. So there's that, but Jesus Christ, uh, have you got any games lined up? Because I'm worried about the the uh, quality of this uh, podcast. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just uh, fly through it. Sure, we've, got, yeah, yeah. we've got lots to talk about today. Uh, more important than this, more important than. Uh, collision. Uh, last night was the Great American Bash, and we're going to be reviewing that a little bit later on. Sorry, yeah. where are my manners? Last night was, of course, the Great American Bash. And God bless the United States. And that's all I really want to talk about, if I'm perfectly honest yeah. today. But yeah, a bumper day of podcasts. This Collision, Great American Bash, and looking ahead to Monday Night Raw. So let's just dive straight into SmackDown. It started with um, Jey Uso standing in the ring. And he barely gets hello New Orleans out of his mouth before Roman Reigns' music hit. Love that, especially when I'm trying to catch up uh, late on a Sunday night with a big day of wrestling ahead of me. <laughs> Save like five minutes. Yeah, it's great. Best like, part of the show. Don't start with Roman in the ring. Have him make his entrance. That saves you. Um, so, yeah, he comes Same out. every single time as well. That's great. I love it. Um, not missing a no. friggin' thing. No, yeah. He, he, he could... I'm going to try not to swear today, by the way. Oh, thank you. We've got, we've got four to do. We've already done the news. Yeah. Other tasks as well. Yeah. Busy, busy, busy. So unless something really winds me up, yeah, I'm not going to swear. Yeah, Roman Reigns could literally get his knob out on his entrance, and I wouldn't notice because I'd have skipped past <laughs> it. Like, people would be like, why haven't you mentioned that rather important wrinkle to this storyline? Because some moment I hear... I go, cool. Let's get to acknowledge me. Where's this gag? I... I'm assuming you'd know about it on socials. It's this, the, the entrances are, do they ever do anything? Like, when Mox makes his entrance, it's usually like, oh, you might, you know, kick off here. Yeah. Why don't you captivated by it? And there's an art to the entrance in WWE, just, see one, you've seen them all. Yeah, unless it's LA Night with a live microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then he'll pop your tits off. <laughs> so he does the, acknowledge me, does Roman, 
Um, there's great. I tra- like his different acknowledges me. That's when I start watching. Yes. Because sometimes like he always adjusts his tone depending on like when he's had a bad week or he's been beaten up or one of his underlings has been beaten or whatever when he used to have them. He would get like angry. Acknowledge me, like defensive. And then when he's had like a great week, title defense. Acknowledge me. <laughs> Love Roman. I think the bloodline's uh, overrated, but I love Roman. Mm. Uh, so there's a great Uso chant, uh, and Roman says, yeah, you only like them because of me. Uh, he says, look, you're opening the show. Well, you think you're opening the show, Jay. If I'm scheduled to appear, the tribal chief opens the show. Um, I made you the right-hand right hand man, says uh, Roman. I made you main event, Jay Uso. Um, and now you haven't got any of that. You're trying to become the head of the table um, do you think you're the tribal chief now? And Jay says, look, I didn't want any of that. He was wearing a T-shirt that said the real chief, but anyway. <laughs> um, he said, look, the reason I did what I did is because that's what family does. For three years, I've been in the mud. I've been in the trenches with you. I believed in you. I believed that you could believe that, that you could lead this company. And most importantly, I believe you could lead this family. Uh, but you broke it. And now I've got to do what I've got to do. Uh, it's all your fault for uh, breaking the family, the bloodline, and Jimmy. Uh, and Roman's like, what are you talking about? As soon as Jimmy got injured, you weren't concerned about him. You wanted yourself a title shot because you're selfish. You only became the right-hand man three years ago because Jimmy got hurt. If Jimmy had never been hurt, you wouldn't have stood a chance. And you still don't get it, do you? You're going to be all alone. You screwed Jimmy. J- Sola loves and respects me more than he does you, just by the fact that you're his brother. Uh, and when, I'm, when I win, you're done. You're not part of this History. You're done. Yeah, yeah, the you're... way he says it is so good. I love Roman. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> you're not part of this legacy that I'm making. But hey, let's just say hypothetically, you win, you get the belt, you get the lay, and you get the lay. Uh, <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> well, yeah, I, would, I hope not. <laughs> it's, it's his family. <laughs> um, but um, even if I lose everything, even if I'm not the tribal chief anymore, I'm still Roman bloody reigns and do whatever I want to do. Um, you're going to be alone. It's ridiculous that you're even suggesting this. What are you thinking? What is going through your mind? You, you, can't, be, you can't beat me. What are you thinking? You can't beat me, says Roman. What makes you think you can beat me? Jay, he's, he's been silent for a while now. No, he's been acting. And then, and the smirk comes across his face, and he says, because I already beat you. hate the way he delivered this. Yeah. Carry I, on. I liked the, the one element of it. He says, look, I've already pinned you. I'm the only one to do so. Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. And uh, he grabs the back of Roman's neck, like Roman has done to the rest of the tr- tribal family for every time he's trying to bollock them, basically. Grabs him around the back of the neck and says, at SummerSlam, I'm going to do it again. And Roman fumes and Jay just swaggers off. You're done! (laughs) Love the way he says it. I love Roman Reigns, the performer. He is nothing less than the absolute king. Yeah, uh, watching this. He's the boy. He's so intimidating. It it was one of those moments where I realized they're not really doing anything this week. Next week's the go-home show. That's where... I mean, they did stuff at the end of the night, obviously. But in terms of like... The story doesn't need to go anywhere. It's established. Yeah. We know what we're going into SummerSlam with. And so it was one of those where I was like, they're kind of just spinning their wheels a little bit on this one. And so because I was like just enjoying, do it one more time. You're done. <laughs> I just sat there and thought, enjoy this. Because there's going to come a time in the next few months, 
certainly less than a year when this isn't going to be a thing anymore. Um, and you're going to miss that. So I just, yeah, reveled in Roman, loving being Roman Reigns. I'll lose everything, but I'll still be Roman Reigns, and life's pretty sweet. He's just the absolute king of professional wrestling right now. His ability to present himself as the final boss is the most, like, invincible king of it all. I'll never not be impressed by this towering achievement. Um, he's class. I don't necessarily think the story's great. Jesus Christ. Even the mega fans are probably bored of me sort of having to <laughs> add that caveat every single yeah. time. Um, and I think Jey Uso's acting was up to much again. The the delivery on... I already did it. I know he, he looked a bit sheepish. The, the, it was all that hack line of, and I'll, I'll do it again. Um, <laughs> Which was well delivered, I guess, but I don't know. He doesn't, I don't know, he felt a bit sheepish here. I know, maybe I'm nitpicking, but Roman's the boy. Looking back, I was a little bit confused by this because I assumed... A Chesterfield training top. It is indeed. Uh, I assumed... I'm sure they were just like training a Nike top or something. <laughs> just tra training whatever they can find, yeah. basically. Hey, season starts next Saturday. You got... First, uh, Dorking Wanderers, I believe. I knew someone from Dorking. Yeah, I think we played them at the start of the season last year, uh, and our goalkeeper two-footed their striker on the opening day, and I thought, well, this is going to be a fun season. Yeah. Um, by, by all accounts, a lovely team. Uh, so best looks to them, but they are going to get thrashed because we're the ones. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. It, I, I assumed that, that Jay got a little bit of confidence to do the whole arm around the neck thing. Because it was like, you know, with tribal combat, in the interim, it's like you don't, you don't, you can put your hand on them like that, but you don't lay a hand, i.e. chin them. And then that was uh, completely um, counteracted by what happened in yeah, the Yeah, which event. makes last week's show feel nonsensical to me. Yeah, I, I thought Roman was like, you can't Simone spike him because, you know, it's the elders and the tribe. And this week, they're like, yeah, just kick the crap out of him. So why did they do that last week? I don't know. Maybe it was the, the moment of, that was, that was respectful in the moment, but then this line's pissed him off and he's like, oh, bollocks to whatever the elders think. Yeah, okay. I'll go with that. Yeah. Hey. I didn't even think about that. I just sort of stumbled into it. Anyway, um, Grayson Bloody Waller's backstage uh, with Jey Uso after this uh, and says, after you lose at SummerSlam, how about I give you the Grayson Waller rub, little Jay. So obviously Jay just slaps the taste out of his mouth. Um, and this sets up our main event later on in the evening. Oh, then we got the, the final of the U.S. Championship Tournament thingy that we've had. Uh, and it was an all-LWO final, of course. Santos Escobar and Rey Mysterio uh, with Austin Theory sat with all of his friends in the skybox. This was obviously... It's difficult to kind of review this because it's completely overshadowed by the injury that Rey Mysterio suffered. I did like the story they told early on of like... We respect each other, but we're going to kick the crap out of each other. And it starts... The escalated yeah, it. Yeah, it starts creeping in. Uh, at one point, Escobar kicks the leg out of Mysterio's leg, and he just slaps the taste out of Santos's mouth, uh, and Escobar fires back. Um, but yeah, we went to a break. Um, Escobar had got knocked to the outside. Uh, Mysterio went for a baseball slide. Escobar moved, dived back in the ring, did a big tope suicida to knock Mysterio down, usual sort of break spot. And then we come back, and Mysterio's being checked on in the corner by the dock and the ref says, I'm going to have to call this one. He can't continue. In storyline, this is what we subsequently learned today, uh, as you reported in the news, Sige. In storyline, 
they said, oh, it's because he, look at him hitting the back of his head as part of that tope. Um, that wasn't apparently the spot that actually injured him. He had been knocked silly. Uh, a real shame, this. The, r- the right result, I suppose, in terms of who faces Austin Theory next, but a shame that it had to go this way. But there's no blame attached to anyone, obviously. <laughs> not no one, None of the performers. No. If there is, right, a mid-match injury that feels so severe in the moment as it mercifully it transpires, according to Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, that he, he was fine, he was just yeah. knocked a bit loopy, but it doesn't really seem like there's going to be a concussion, uh, which is great. Why do they have to then do a spot which makes it look more like there's been an injury? Yeah. When there's been an injury? Is that not a little bit... Uh, Playing with fire a bit, aren't you? Yeah. Already been not goofy. Why, all right, okay, that it didn't look like he'd had a legit concussion. So let's call an audible, have them do a spot which makes it look like he's had one, <laughs> to make it look real, even though it's very weird for me, this, they should have just done it there and then. Yeah. You know, maybe it's one of those cooler heads prevail moments, and it was a moment of madness, but it seemed a little bit, uh, it just struck me as very, very odd, and that is me being careful um, that they did this spot after the fact. But I, as you said, had a nice story going. I have no doubt whatsoever it would have been a really good match had it not went awry, but it went awry, and there's nothing else he can say. I think, yeah, to change the topic here, congratulations to Santos Escobar, get well soon to Rey Mysterio, all that stuff. I think it speaks volumes as to where the US Championship and where Austin Theory is right now, that Santos Escobar wins this big tournament, and his reward is a title match. Not a SummerSlam, though, in two weeks. I... Very, very strange, particularly when you've already got Kevin Owens out of action. So you're missing a yeah, title good match point. there. Um, have they sold their stock in him? Every time I think they have, they just persevere. So who the hell knows? But I, Austin Theory is uh, not it. Not him. Uh, we go to the back. Hey, Kyla! Uh, is there with uh, Bianca Belair. She talks about the triple threat coming up at SummerSlam. Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville show up and mock her and say, uh, you say it's, you know, um, because Bianca said something like, it's not about the numbers or the the numbers don't help anyone in a triple threat. And they're like, oh, speaking of numbers, here's how many days we've been champion. Um, We're not being celebrated enough. You're not a champion. Uh, They mock Charlotte as well. And uh, in amongst all this, whilst Belair's telling them off for for being disrespectful, in comes Charlotte to call them a bunch of bullies. And she says, you know what? Why don't me and Bianca team uh, to take on you two tonight? And Bianca says, no, I'm all right, thanks. And uh, Charlotte Flair says, well, I'm going to go and see Postman Pierce. And even though, in fact, you don't want the match. We're going to do it anyway. What could possibly go wrong? Well, the big question on everyone's lips. Uh, trending, I believe, on Twitter. On X. On X. Can they coexist? And we'll, we'll find out in due mm. course. Um, and then... We have the next development. Um, it's time for Hit Row. No! No, no, no! And uh, they're saying, oh, bloody New Orleans smells or whatever. Yeah. They're slagging it off. Hey, love New- I love, love New Orleans. Yes. I've never been. Love to go. Of course, you went to Mania there. Yeah. Um, Just drinking all day long. It does look awesome. It does look an awesome place to go. It's nice if you don't want the big, intense Bourbon Street experience. Good news, there's Frenchman Street 
like really close oh, bonjour. by. Oh, bonjour, fancy, fancy then. Uh, <laughs> je voudrais un uh, petit pois. <laughs> je voudrais un, uh, what do I get? A cocktail, some description. <laughs> um, and that's like uh, the more, the good music. Yes. The good music. Um, but yeah, so you've got uh, Hit Row slagging off wherever they are. Um uh, <laughs> And then they're interrupted by one L.A. Knight. Not quite the same, but um, he comes out. Let me talk to you. He's so over. I love him so much. He's man. so over. And I did like, because I watched this segment and I was like, hey. oh, we'll wait until he does yeah. it. Yeah. It was like, great. You do know you got your second week of the show a year next weekend and you're not doing anything with him. But they recognize that and they've set up a blatantly obvious. It's just something to give him a victory at SummerSlam, which I'm kind of okay with because I love him so much. Um, he uh, takes the piss out of Top Dollar, says, uh, I know Will Smith has uh, been in the game, but I didn't realize Uncle Phil's a rapper now. Top Dollar's selling of this was excellent. Yes. It's the and, best thing he's done in WWE by a mile. And credit, he to, irate. credit to Top Dollar, who has lost an incredible amount of weight. Um, so fair play to him for that one. Um and obviously gets a great reaction from that. You know that they like him now because they're going, Michael, yuck it up on commentary. He's yeah. like, <laughs> you hear that weed? <laughs> Flop dollar again. Just pouring more, more soil on him now. Uh, and then he turns his attentions to one B-Fam. Uh, he said uh, before, I think maybe when they were in commercial or whatever, he said, you said uh, New Orleans, corny, right? I don't know. The way B-Feb's been looking at me, I think she's got a little tingle in her loins. I'd say she's horny. Yeah! Gotta love it! Uh, and he says, but uh, my uh, business is for pleasure. And, uh, Did you understand that? No, I didn't. Oh. I think he wants to have sex with B-Fab. Ah, okay. Hopefully, you know, like, you know. But business, because he's wrestler first and foremost. Yes. And then he can get his nut. <laughs> um, you learn this quickly. Yeah, uh, he's a he's a good teacher, uh, and as you are. And uh, he says, "But well, I've got to face you first, uh, Shanti the Adonis. Uh, I'm going to drop you on your head. You're the next person that I'm going to drop on their head, basically." With everybody saying, saying "L A Night," yeah. He doesn't even have to lead them now. He just stands there and watches it. Oh, just the bang, bang, bang with his hands. Everybody saying. Uh, it's just his voice. It's definitely the new one, isn't it, with us? With everybody saying. It's like it's one of those where you're in school, right? And like you're in year eight, which I don't know is fresh, man. I've got absolutely yeah, yeah, no, no idea. idea. Uh, yeah, it's 1998. You are, um, ooh, how old am I? Like 13, 12, 13 uh-huh. years old. That kind of... Ballpark is telling the teacher, hey, 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 Mrs. Pettis, one of your something, yeah. Because DX are on telly, yeah. and I'm walking around the metro center with my dragon top man shirt unbuttoned. <laughs> you smile. Yeah. And then you're at school, and oh my God, you're asking me a question. Oh, uh, you're asking me a question, and this stupid idiot actually tries to answer, and you go, it doesn't matter. I'm 37 years old now. I have two kids and a wife and a home and responsibilities. And I've generally, in a lot of ways, just become a husk to the to horrors of the world. Mm-hmm. I, I'm 38, Jesus Christ, in September. I should not be walking around the house going, well, everybody's saying. 
<laughs> but he makes me that kind of person again. I like the two lads. It's, he's magic. Who were, you know, filming it all on their phone, and they've got signs in the pot of the entranceway bit, and they were having a year off just as LA Knight was soaking it all in. It was so good, yeah. It is, you're right, it takes you back to, you're there in school, and they're like, well, Adam, um, if you if the, the big hand is pointing right up at the top to the 12, and the little hand is pointing to the 7, what time is it? You say, well, miss. Time to sing, mate, I'm not saying he's a star on that level, but that level of energy is just, I get swept up in it. Yeah, it's one of those where... I'm 37 years old. Yeah, I'm sure, like... Uh, Certain chants, if we went to a live show, we'd appreciate, but we wouldn't shout ourselves hoarse about yeah. it. Ah, uh, yeah. If that, if I had three words left in my body before I slip off this mortal call, it'd be L.A. Night. Yeah, that's four words. Not L.A.'s technically one. Well, everybody's saying that's three. Yeah, he beat him in like ninety seconds. Yeah, nothing much. Which is kind of. How it goes. Yeah, top dollar landed a cheap shot. Gloss over that. LA Knight came back, neck breaker power slam, BFT. Good night, everybody. And I thought, great. And then what's he doing at SummerSlam? But let it play out, guys. That's what we learn with, with the Fed. That's just what you have to do nowadays. Uh, <sighs> Jey Uso was backstage. Let, you know what I let play out? Um, JD McDonough and Finn Balor. <laughs> and Candice still... Lorraine and Nikki Cross, which I had to watch for like eight months. <laughs> uh, Postman Pierce sets up a match for, for the main event, which is lucky. Uh, with Jey Uso and Grayson Waller. Uh, and then we got the Street Profits backstage hanging out with Bobby Lashley. They met up a couple of weeks ago, I believe. Uh, and basically, um, because obviously they also had Bobby Lashley hanging out with um, Mello and Trick Williams when they were in uh, Orlando. And uh, he said they spoke very highly of the Street Profits. And he says, look, I know you guys are stars, but kind of need to look more like stars. And they, you know, certainly... Um, Angelo Dawkins in sweats, I think they, I believe they call it. And, uh, yeah, Tez is like, come on, you've got to step up. You know, you, you've got to look good sort of thing. Um, but Bobby Lashley's organized a makeover for the Street Profits. What? I don't know, but I'm sure they look absolutely resplendent oh, in suits did. when we see that reveal. Um, yeah, they could be between the Street Profits, Bobby, Mellow, and Trick. Could be about to present the coolest faction of all time. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm just... Trick Williams in a goddamn suit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mello and Montez Ford both doing high-flying stuff as part of it. Oh, my God. This could be... There's, there's money in this. And they're just going to be idiots on Twitter boiling it down to the thing. They always seem oh, to... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Let's just uh, ignore... Probably best in it. Just yeah. Move on. Move on. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, let's get to Charlotte Fair and Bianca Belair versus the Tag Team Champions. You will never guess, Sige. They couldn't coexist. Well, they could. Oh, my God. Charlotte Flair's insufferable. (laughs) Right. The little... Back, like, get away from me, like the dismissive hand gesture. Mm-hmm. Like the, huh, get away, get away, get away. And she does, oh, God damn it. She's a heel. Sometimes the treat her as a baby face. <laughs> yeah. But not anymore. So, go on. Bianca Belair starts us off, and of course, they do the spot where Bianca Belair hits the ropes. Charlotte tags in and goes, piss off. Um, and that and keeps annoying Bianca Belair. Um, and Belair gets isolated as we go to a break. When we come back, Belair comes back with an awesome double suplex on Green and Deville. Charlotte gets the hot tag, cr- double crossbody, uh, hits a fallaway slam on Sonya Deville, goes for the figure eight, but Deville gets out of it. Belair tags herself in, drop kicks to Deville. Um, Green gets a blind tag that uh, Bianca doesn't see and cuts her off. Uh, sets up for the unpretty her, but uh, Charlotte gets involved, tags herself in whilst Belair's setting up for the KOD. Big boots, Chelsea Green, whilst he's on, Bianca Belair's shoulders. One, two, three. Um, Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair can coexist within the match to win it. Oh, can they, yeah, yeah. Then they immediately start arguing. Uh, it's, uh, I'd try not to get like, uh, actually, he's bad, and it's Paul Heyman doing it about Triple H, because I don't really care that much. But, you know, at the same time, I kind of do a little <laughs> bit. I still care a little bit in the idea that he's booking absolute tripe like this. And still getting his quote unquote flowers. Mm. This winds me up. It's this absolutely pathetic storytelling. Pathetic, trite. It's like if you're gonna do one story all the time, can that story not be good? And then he can justify it. Well, you know, it's tried and true. Oh, you know, you don't mess with the classics. It's just rubbish. The thing is, they do it all the freaking time. I am really excited for this women's match at, at SummerSlam because you've got three great performers in there. Bianca, Charlotte, and uh, Asuka in there. You've got the sort of specter of EO Sky and the Money in the Bank briefcase hanging all over it. The, there's an argument to be made that four different people could leave SummerSlam as the, as the SmackDown Women's Champion. But the build to this has been dreadful, so... Absolutely bobbins. Absolutely bobbins. Um, that... What would you call it? A forward cartwheel thing? Oh, the, the, the clothesline spot that she does. Yeah, it's more CM Punk and Hangman Page. Yes, very good. Put it that way. Then yeah. again, at least the Punk... Uh, at least Charlotte can do the first bit. <laughs> Punk couldn't do either. No. Um, we cut to the back, and Bailey, having seen this, calls it embarrassing. And I mean... <laughs> Folks, where's the lie? EO Sky comes in going, what the bloody hell were you doing last week? And Bailey was just like, oh, I was just making sure we could get out of Dodge as fast as possible because that nutter uh, Shotzi keeps coming after me. Uh, and she looks in her bag and Shotzi made her a nice poster uh, with her own hair stuck on it, basically saying that she'd see her soon. Uh, and she's like, let's get out of here. But before they can do that, Asuka 
struts. I love Asker. Champ Asker just, and also a, a tiny bit, not the, sa- the same level that you and I enjoyed on that episode of Raw, I believe it was, where they yelled at each other in yeah, Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a, a tiny snapshot of that where they sort of spoke Japanese for a line and then said, and what I'm saying here is blah, blah, blah. Um, but they get into it. Um, and warns Asuka warns EO against cashing in at SummerSlam, and EO says, "Look, I respect you, uh, but I don't really care who wins at SummerSlam because I'm going to leave as champion." And Asuka does a little jump scare to Bailey before they head off. Aye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep, <I have>. Aha. <laughs> Bozeman Pierce is uh, on the phone uh, saying, uh, "Yeah, we've uh, decided to do that thing we always do. The you know the SummerSlam Battle Royal." Um, <laughs> I was like, "Okay," and. Yeah. Uh, who comes in with everybody saying L A N I A? And uh, he wants to be put in that match. He was going to win it. He basically says, um, In comes Sheamus and the brawling brutes. Uh, and they do the banger after banger after banger thing. Uh, they get into it and basically Pierce books for next week's SmackDown, this week's SmackDown, I suppose now. Um, Sheamus versus Knight to see who gets momentum. Yep. And me and Hamlet will preview that. You get SmackDown off now. Been a long time coming. <laughs> a long time coming. To be fair, I know I'm the miserable bastard by default. I didn't see many people um, being too effusive with their praise here. No, no. Uh, it was a bit rubbish, wasn't it? I'm just happy we're getting a big win for LA Knight at SummerSlam. Are we? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I say that, and then I was at the WrestleMania where they went... We've got a gap on the card for a surprise opponent for the Miz on one of the nights, and uh, everyone literally in the entire state is chanting for LA Night. Well, everybody's saying Shane McMahon. Yeah. Hey, Shane's still got it. <laughs> best call of the year. Best call of the year, hands down. That perfect. What's the. Uh... And I mean, <laughs> folks, where's the lie? Is it the boys? I need to watch this. I might watch this whilst I'm on paternity leave, you know, because I've heard good things. Is it the boys that show where there's the meme where it's like, it was perfect. Everything was perfect. That. I've not seen this. Oh, hang on, let me show you. You've definitely seen the man because he's a a handsome boy. Uh, The boy's perfect meme. (laughs) This. That. Your man. Oh, is he not? uh, Homelander. Homelander. Hi. Just, ah, Shane's still got it. <laughs> In my head now, you know, the Mandela effect of it all. Shane leaps, Cole, Shane's still got it. Shane lands and the entire, you know, like, do you know sometimes when they, like when they buggered up production on AW that one time and Taz was suddenly booming out to the entire arena. Yeah. Somehow Shane has a body mic on, Shane jumps, Shane's still got it, lands and it, it, with everybody hearing. Oh, oh, oh. Awesome. Anyway, where are we? Oh, yeah. Uh, Grayson's with uh, Kathy in the backstage. Then I didn't provoke anyone. Um, despite the fact he clearly did by calling him Little Jay and saying he was going to lose at SummerSlam. Um, but he says, uh, yeah, Jay's not ready for me tonight. He's going to get a bit of the Grayson Waller effect. Uh, and then it was time for Karrion Cross versus Carl Anderson. Skip. <laughs> I said this watching the show. Over the weekend, I skip. The thing is, like, Carl Anderson wasn't even that bad in the match, but, like... No! It's one of those where he's... Not a bad life, is it, Carl Anderson? Oh, Christ, he's loving it. Um, It's one of those where he's become such a meme 
for somehow getting bag after bag after bag, contract after contract. Like every now and then, saying, oh, he was pretty good in 2012, you know. That he actually was by the stands at oh, the time, yeah. but ultimately he wasn't like this app. People really, he's had some excellent matches again, but like everything, even from 2012, has just got so much better that if you go back and watch it, it's three and a half star level work, in my opinion. So when he kind of, that top rope neck breaker, like his timing's absolutely sweet. Yeah. But it's like, I hate, you know, I hate the idea of like, it's kind of like that Natalia thing when she had that match against Rhea Ripley. It's like, she can go pass that one on. <laughs> it's like, why are we praising someone for like well, gr- one great performance in a decade? <laughs> yeah. Like, why am I going to go abs- Why am I going to perform cartwheels? Because Carl Anderson's got a nice top rope neck breaker and this match wasn't quite as deathly dull as you imagined. Plus he was, he's a dumbass in, in storyline. He was presented as a complete dumbass. Like he was like, Look, with everything that's happened between me and Carrying Cross, right? I don't want you out there. I don't want your help. I want to take this on on my own. I was like, you've just watched Carrying Cross walk out there with Scarlett. You know what's about to happen. If you're gonna say, boys, you know, AJ, I don't, I don't want you, uh, Gallows, I don't want you out there, right? Because I don't want him to to have the excuse of like, oh, you had the numbers advantage on the outside or whatever. Just take Meech in to counteract Scarlet, as AJ Styles has proved. The moment you do that, you beat Carrying Cross. Yeah, yeah it's, whole, it's it's somehow stupid and absolutely nothing at the same time. Yeah. It's somehow like, uh, you get annoyed by the logic flaw you've just pointed out, but at the same time, who could possibly care? Yeah, well, you never guess what happened. Uh, Carl Anson hit that leaping neckbreaker of his, and then Scarlet distracted him. Cross took advantage. Elbows, Saito suplex. He hit him with that new finisher. It's called the final press. It's... Uh, <laughs> Pointless. <laughs> uh, and then he chokes out Carl Anderson, despite the fact he's already won the match, to send a message to AJ Styles. It's one of those where, like, if AJ Styles hadn't beaten him already, maybe, maybe there'd be, like, a modicum of threat. Yeah. Or, like, ooh. We've been re- enjoying the uh, the build to Cross versus Lee at TakeOver because of the Metallica soundtrack. Because we've ironically got into St. Anger in the office. But, yeah. Uh, ironically. If if Cross then was calling out Keith Lee and choking out uh, Die Jack or whatever his name was back then, uh, but he already lost to Lee, I don't think I'd have been quite as as uh, enthralled by that as I was. Although it was worth watching that back because, as Andy Murray points out, they made Donovan Dickhead's face blue, didn't they? Yeah, was a blue. Was a blue. Well, I suppose because he's getting choked out, but he didn't look like that. They've just put a blue, a bluish hue. A blue hue. I feel it down in my plums. <laughs> I'm taking these plums to market. <laughs> Let the boy watch. Main event time. With what already? Yeah, we've flown through this. Busy day. We've got to get to... Great! <laughs> and God bless the United States. Our review collision is going to be like... Yeah, uh, yeah, good, good, all that. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back later. Yeah, I was a collider. Yeah. Until I watched Great American Bash. Anyway. I know where, you know, I know where the yeah, good stuff we're is. We're not going to go in depth on everything at Great American Bash, let's be perfectly honest. No, it's uh, it's pretext to talk about Tony Lee. Yeah. And who knows, maybe. And we'll, who else? Well, maybe we'll get a, uh, a special appearance from one half of the new. Spoilers, everyone. One half of the new tag team champions. Stick. Oh, for, oh you never Still can't get it. Get it. Hopefully, I he might be showing up. He might be. Check it out later. Great American Bash review. So, yeah, main event, Jey Uso versus Grayson Bloody Waller. Uh, back and forth stuff early on. 
Jim, J, uh, Jay generally in control. Um, and for once, I actually bought the music distraction. Jay's in control and Roman Reigns' music hits. And he gets distracted by that to allow Grayson Ward to beat him up to go into commercial. And I thought, yeah, that never happens. Normally when Roman makes an appearance at the start of the show, he's like Brock Lesnar. He's just piecing out and then just lets Paul Heyman hang around. Yeah. So I, like Jay, was like, you're still here. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. Um, but anyway, we come back from commercial. Jay fights out. Uh, Waller, though, holds his own. Um, he uh, hits an elbow uh, off the ropes for a two count. Goes for a kick. Jay ducks, picks up Waller. Waller gets out of it. Spine buster. Um, I did love, yet again, just appreciate it while we still have it. Roman's doing the generic. I'm sat watching the person I'm about to face at the premium live event. Uh, and, I, and I'm enjoying the, hit, the bits where he gets beaten up. But the nuance, the je ne sais quoi, um, as our French listeners would say, if we've got any. No, not uh, anymore. <laughs> um, of Roman Reigns just not only appreciating Jay getting the crap beaten out of him, but sort of chuckling away as Grace Muller did an homage to the people's elbow. Really just, really got, got me. Nice touch. Yeah, lovely that. Um, but uh, Uso moves, uh, fires up, uh, goes for a hip attack, uh, Waller moves, but he runs straight into a super kick. Uh, Jay stares at Roman, spears Grayson Waller, goes up top. That's his move, <laughs> said Michael Cole. Jesus, oh my God, what an obnoxious call. It's still not as good you as You stupid thick <laughs> That's his move if you didn't f***ing know that. <laughs> you tried. You tried as hard as you could. But I'll give you that, that that's just, you blown a gasket. It's still not as good as that one I told you about the other week. When uh, I think it was actually Grayson Waller, actually, who uh, and they were like, Ooh, he's uh, softening him up for uh, Edge's finisher, which is, of course, the spear. spear. Oh, my God. How long do you have to have not been watching wrestling to not know this? Uh, you could always be one new fan. Thanks, Vince. <laughs> Thanks, Vince. Uh, anyway, yeah, here's the spear. Goes up top, hits the Uso splash. One, two, three. Post-match. So Lil Sokoa immediately dives into attacked uh, Jey Uso, uh, gets him up, goes for the spike. Jay ducks it, super kicks him. Roman runs in. Jay spears Roman Reigns. He sets up for a big Uso splash, but Sokoa's recovered in time, pushes him off the top, uh, hits the spinning solo thing that he does, gets him up, and they twice do that awesome Samoan spike spear combo. Uh, and Roman Reigns stands tall to close the show. The main event angle was, uh, as you, you've come up with a nice headcanon explanation of, all right, I thought he was going to sort of like, you know, give me a good fight, a fair fight, but I'd beat him. But then yeah. he's daring to say that he's going to beat me. No, no, this won't do. If there's any kind of, you know, sort of sanctity surrounding tribal combat, we've just put a pay to it, I guess. And this match was drop crap. Wasn't it? <laughs> I think I'm I'm Come on. I'm biased towards Grayson Waller. It, but it was drab crap. This did not remotely feel like the white hot babyface challenger ahead of the most lucrative SummerSlam event in history. I think it'll do a better not attendance, but a better gate than Wembley just because of inflation and mm -hmm. all the rest of it. And ticket prices and with Peacock, it's gonna be the most watched one ever. This did not feel like the white hot baby face kicking the ass of a really promising emerging heel. Mm. Just I, felt like a drab crap match for me, this. 
It was really kind of. I was expecting a bit more. Yeah, I, I, I can understand why they put all these pieces together. Look, Jey Uso, you need him. You want him to win uh, before he gets beaten up before the go home show before SummerSlam. Um, Grayson Waller is kind of Teflon to losses right now because he's an annoying bastard, basically. And the added wrinkle, I suppose, of, I mean, whether or not you believe it's actually going to happen is, is another thing, but the added wrinkle of Grayson Waller has been going after The Rock and how he factors into all this. I thought it was a nice touch, but yeah, it didn't hit the, the peaks that I was anticipating. Just drop crap. Could. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the, the angle, I thought, okay, this is the week that Jey Uso is going to stand tall and... I'll next do that week, next yeah, week, then, obviously. Yeah, and then I got my weeks wrong, basically. To make you think, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but let us know your thoughts on Friday night. Imagine that's like taking the bin out in it. <laughs> it's as perfunctory and routine as that. It's like, oh, oh which one is it? Blue bin. Now go and check on the rest of the street. No, it's the, it's not, it's general rubbish. Not recycling this week. <laughs> that's as formulaic as this. Yeah, you know, you don't stand tall this week. Oh, I forgot. It was last week we had the uh, the recycling bin. This time it's general rubbish. That reminds me of today's bin day. I need to put the bin out tonight because you have to have it out by like some ridiculous time in the morning. You'll have to come very early hour, around yeah. our way. Aye. But you do it, do it worst, the best for One of the worst things, well, there's probably worse things you can wake up to, but it's right up there, isn't it, when you wake up to the noise of the bin lorry coming up your street and you realise the bin's not out. Can I just shock you? Go on. One, I've never been woken up by that for at least eight years. Oh, yes, both. Two... <laughs> Can wave goodbye to that sensation yeah. <laughs> ever in your life now? Good. I've got some good news for you. You're never going to have that horrible sensation again. Here's the twist. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's because you won't be sleeping at that time. You'll be begging for the noise of the lorry coming up your road. You might have one of those uh, magic babies who just sleep. They exist. Don't give me hope. Right, they exist. Yeah. They do exist. Well, let's just check. No, we're all good for now, which means the Great American Bias Review is coming your way later on today, as well as uh, our collision review and our preview ahead of Monday Night Raw. Jesus. But for now, let us know your thoughts on SmackDown on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch the... On X. X. Well, actually, there you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE, as I said. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. But for now, this has been the SmackDown Review. My thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us with everybody saying, saying L.A. Night. Yeah. yeah. We'll see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.